Welcome to the Taproot Doula Podcast on self-care. I'm so happy for you to join me. I'm Kate. I'm a registered nurse and doula, and every week-ish, I'll be sharing the many ways that we as mothers can learn to take better care of ourselves so that we can keep making mama magic happen. This week, I'm going to be talking about what I call food medicine. Um, and this subject is complicated and it's extensive, so it'll take a couple of episodes to cover what I want to share with you, um, my viewpoint on it. But today will be an introduction to the understanding of how food is our first medicine and some actual, tangible, realistic ways to integrate food medicine into our daily lives as moms. And I think that'll be the second part of the podcast. So here is some anatomy and physiology. Um, And bear with me, it's a little bit complicated. Um, I'll try to kind of explain it in a way that's visual for you. Um, The human body requires the consumption of food and water in order to survive. We need to consume vitamins, minerals, fats, carbohydrates, and protein in order to live. But food does a lot more than that in our bodies. Actually, the the majority of our immune system resides in our gut. Um, The Peyer's patch is a collection of lymphatic tissue in our gut that mounts the first kind of immune response to the food that we eat. And the reason why we need that is because when we eat, it's not just food. It's not just fat and carbohydrate and protein. It's also, there's all sorts of microorganisms in the food that we eat. You probably know that if you've ever gotten the stomach, a stomach flu or food poisoning. Um, You know, there's all sorts of levels of bacteria in the food that we eat. When there's way too much bacteria that makes us sick in something we eat, then we throw up and have diarrhea. But if there's the same kind of bacteria but less of it, then we don't necessarily get super sick, but we kind of just might have a tiny little stomach ache or, you know, when we touch our tummies, it might just hurt a little bit. And... That's a huge thing that I want you to start being aware of is when you eat food, when you eat a meal, I kind of want you to tune into how it makes your, your body feel. And this is kind of a very simple yet pretty profound thing for me to ask you to do because in our culture, we don't really connect the food that we eat with how we feel. Um, it's kind of just so much of it is like social, it's emotional, but it's not really actually eating to like provoke a certain sensation in the body. So that's what I'm going to be asking you to do. And it's kind of a new idea. Um, okay. So now I'm going to talk about the connection between inflammation and health and food is so powerful in this way. And there's so many different ways. Like you could eat cat food. Like that's what my acupuncturist in Brooklyn that I used to have always said. Some people can eat cat food and do fine. But some of us could eat horribly and then we need to take all of these different medications to kind of treat the, the 
reactions our body is having to the things that we eat. So in a way, I mean, none of us have a perfect diet. I'm going to discuss the struggles of implementing food medicine and ways that we can work with those struggles. Um, there's an amazing healer and teacher named Pankatsani. She's also called Indigimama is her company. Um, her website is www.indigimama.com. And she is really a master of traditional Mesoamerican medicine and women's healing. She, she is a specialist in women's healing, okay? And something that I love that she says often is that gut health is womb health. Inflammation in your digestive system affects your whole body. And our whole body, our body's made of different systems. Digestive system, reproductive system, endocrine system, lymphatic system. None of them are isolated. They all communicate with each other. They all affect each other. And our gut speaks to our lymphatic system and that speaks to our liver and affects the metabolism of waste products and toxins, our ability to break down fat, our ability to turn sugars from sugars in our bloodstream into fat so that we can store it and use it later. Um, and our liver affects our kidneys and everything affects are reproductive organs as women. So the gut is where our bodies encounter the majority of microorganisms from our worlds, which is the bacteria, both good and bad. And the bacteria in our body is like an ecosystem, um, just like a forest or a field with all sorts of different animals and plants and insects, and they all kind of relate to each other. The bacteria in our body is the same way. It's alive and it communicates and it affects our cells. So the goal is not to clean out all the bacteria from your body. The goal is to facilitate the healthiest bacteria to proliferate in your body so that your body can function optimally. And good bacteria, um, one example is lactobacilli, and that's in yogurt and in cultured fermented foods. We'll talk about that more later. It protects our body from infection. It also kind of recalibrates our immune system so that it works optimally. When our immune system goes haywire, you see what's called autoimmune disorders where our immune systems get confused and the fighter cells of our immune system start to attack our own healthy cells and tissues. And some examples of autoimmune disorders are asthma, allergies, eczema, thyroid dysfunction, hypo and hyperthyroid, metabolic disorders like diabetes, and so many more. So good bacteria and probiotic foods are like a reset button for our immune system. When your computer's acting up and you turn it off, turn it back on, and then the internet works faster, probiotics do that for your digestion. And I'm also going to discuss other foods that kind of help facilitate the process of digestion and nourish us 
and reduce inflammation in our digestive system so that it can work optimally, which will then decrease inflammation all over our body. And the less inflammation we have in our body, the better that you feel, the more energy that you feel. And for women, the less inflammation all over your body, the less inflammation you'll have in your reproductive system, which means healthier menstrual cycles, less PMS, less moodiness, less pain or inflammation, less difficulty during menstruation, less pain during sex. And there's evidence um, not only that it affects our body systems, but it also affects gut health, um, is reflected with our mental health. Healing the gut can help improve our mood, our stress levels, our ability to cope with stress, and so much more. Okay? So it's a big deal. That's how it's so powerful. Um, and that's the clinical picture, but I'm also going to ask you to see it in a different way. Because over and over again in this podcast, I'm going to remind you that our well-being is not just one aspect of our well-being. It's not just our mental health or our emotional agility or our physical health or our spirit. It's everything is connected. Okay. So in this podcast, this is and this is a little bit um, new agey, so bear with me, but it's really true. So kind of just suspend disbelief for a little bit. A huge aspect of this podcast is a theme we will return to over and over again, and that is the importance of trusting your gut. And that's an expression, but there's a lot of truth in it. In order to do the work I'm asking you to do here with the goal of healing, not only healing, but surviving, rising, thriving, um, we have to work towards building our intuition. It's a muscle, takes practice to tap into it, especially in our culture. We have to take a multifaceted approach. Part of our listening to our intuition is listening to our bodies. And when we eat good food, it's a lot easier. There's just a lot less mess in the way of understanding what our gut is telling us. If your stomach is hurting all the time because of the foods that you're eating, how are you gonna listen to your gut? to tell you what you need to know about what decisions you need to make, what's right for you. It's so connected to our intuition. Okay. So the last thing that I want to say about this is I really want you, I don't want you to see it in a black and white way. I think that there are a lot of diets that are very extreme and they are wonderful. There's some that are not wonderful, but there are some that are wonderful. Um, and I'll talk about this in the second part of this episode, but you know, we have a tendency to say either you eat well or you eat like crap. And, and that's where a lot of people feel just like miserable. Um, and they like hate on themselves is because it's all or nothing in their minds. And I just want you to know I'm in this with you. I eat junk food. I eat the leftover food on my daughter's plate sometimes. Sometimes I'm exhausted and I'll just, I mean, it's just embarrassing the foods that I eat as a night nurse sometimes. Um, I crave sugar and junk food, especially in the second part of my cycle. And, but I do believe in our deepest hearts that we can heal 
and that we can do it together. So um, that's it for this first part and stay tuned.